We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Remember, you know, they don't want you to know information. Somebody sent me a video of a politician. I guess she's a governor or something. I don't know what she was, but she just came up and told people, don't worry about what's in the shot. Just take it. Regions, especially for our black and brown New Yorkers. We must take the vaccine. Now, I'm going to tell you a personal story, off script. So today, right after this, I am going to have an infusion. And I'm going to have an infusion because I want to make sure that the cancer that was in my body does not return. I'm not asking what's in the, in the, in the infusion. I'm not looking up all of the ingredients in the infusion. I am sticking out my arm and I am taking the infusion. And that's what we... (laughs) I want to know what's going in my body. And if I'm okay, I don't need nothing. Somebody sent me Franklin Graham. Billy Graham's son. Y'all see that? He said, take the shot. If Jesus was alive, he would use the vaccine. I mean, if he was here, he didn't say alive. He said, if he was here, he would use the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Look at somebody say, it's getting real. Oh, yeah, it's getting real. Yeah. Amen. But look at somebody and say, God is real. He's been real. He ain't getting real. He's been real. And that's what we depending on. That's some crazy foolishness, boy. Just foolishness over a vaccine. Amen. Well, anyway, I'm going to preach the gospel. How about that? Amen. And I'm going to keep preaching, and I'm just going to keep preaching. Any more announcements? All right, I got this new clicker. Let's see. Okay. Final hour power four. Look at somebody say absolute power. Absolute power. <laughs> Final hour power 4.pdf. All right, let's get into this. Got a few slides, and then we have a prayer at the end of it. Um, so be attentive. Amen. All power belongs to God. Look at somebody and say, all power belongs to God. All power belongs to God. So what we talking about? If all power belongs to God, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about anything any other being can do. If all power belongs to God. Don't you know if all power belongs to him, then he's above all power? No being, no creature, no element, no celestial star, no planet, nothing created, nothing existing has power that did not come from God. We talk about Satan and the devil like he got something different. Mm -mm. We don't have anything different because all power comes from God. It's all absolutely his. That's absolute power. It's all absolute. Look at somebody say it's all absolutely his. 
This is going to be a look at somebody and say message. Amen. I need a witness today. Don't y'all leave me out here. Psalm 62 and 11. God hath spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That what? Power. What? Belongeth unto God. Woo! That scripture just give me chills. Power belongeth unto who? God. We look at power as something uncontrollable, uncontrolled or dangerous a lot of times. Power can be dangerous when it's misused outside of the will of God. It's still God's power because all power, what? Belongeth to who? To God. So it still is power. But when it's taken outside of his will, it can be dangerous. The dunamis power only works when subject to its owner and commanded by his authority. Amen. Amen. That's why we have to live right. Look at somebody and say live right in order to use God's power. Amen. Now, I know folks that wasn't living right and used this power. I guess that's the grace and mercy of God. Sometimes the people just need it so bad. That happened in the Bible. Remember Samson? Samson was shacked all up. <laughs> acting a fool. And God was still using him. He'd wake up and break face. And then lay right back down with that harlot. Look at somebody now. Wait a minute. Ain't no wait a minute. You ain't read the Bible? When power is absolutely yours, you don't have to ask nobody whether or not you should use it. It's absolutely his. They done blinded him and everything, just everything. And he still just knocked the building down and killed everybody with the power of God. But, uh-oh, look at the but. But that killed him too. <laughs> Look at somebody say, be careful with the power. Amen. That's why I ain't trying to be wilding out out here and try to use the power of God. Amen. I don't want it falling on me. Amen. But God does whatever he wants when he wants with his power. Amen. And quit being jealous of folks that's using the power and you can't get used. The very reason you're not, the very reason you're not being used is because you worried about somebody else being used. Why them, Lord, and not me? Because you want to use it to show yourself. If you didn't want to show yourself, you would have never said that. Amen. But God does whatever he wants, when he wants, how he wants with his power, because all power does what? Belongeth unto him. Colossians 1 and 16, for by him were all, how many things? All things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and what? Invisible. Everything visible and invisible. The stuff you can't see on the atomic level, in the quantum realm, it all belongs to God. He created it all. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and what? For him. Y'all better let me build this up so you'll get a good understanding. This is God's power. It's his. It's his. It's his. You don't have to be scared of what's going on in this world. 
because all power belongs to him. Amen. When I think about Elisha and just how cold-blooded he was with the double portion. You know, the double portion, that made him the most powerful being in the earth. Basically. I mean, he's watching Elijah leave. And Elijah said, if you see me leave, you're going to get a double portion. So he's looking up, seeing him leave. And then he's looking around like, oh, man. Now, how am I going to get back home with this Jordan River behind me? Oh, he dropped his coat. He took his coat. Pow! And split the Jordan River. And walked right through, the Bible says, on dry land. All the other prophets looking like, ooh! 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 And I'm going to show you how powerful God is. Elisha didn't look like much. He was a little feeble bald-headed dude just weak and frail looking to the point to where some kids saw him and start high side look at the ball look at that old little ball shriveled up high side boy look at somebody say be careful what you say about the man of god now if he had a double portion of God, of, of Elijah's spirit, which is a double portion of the power, that means that power works in every direction. Whether somebody needs to be healed, or whether uh, 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 the Jordan River needs to be split, or whether some heads need to be split. They're making fun of him. He's just walking, look at the ball. It was, the Bible said he turned around, and some bears came out of nowhere. I don't even know if the land was indigenous of bears. Bears just came out of nowhere and ripped those kids apart. Look at somebody and say, be careful what you say about the one with the power. I preach in here. Hmm. The power of nature proves this principle the power that created the very food we eat and water we drink is from god did you know that god's power was so powerful (laughs) his power was so powerful (laughs) that when he made the vegetables and everything for adam and eve to eat it didn't even have to rain his power was growing everything the ground just growing it didn't have to rain (laughs) look at somebody say that's some power but when a variant is added uh oh here come gates and them when you go to adding stuff to the food we eat and water we drink and you know they're trying to do away with meat That's where the vegan thing, that's why it's all of a sudden so popular because the Bible said it would happen this way. That they would be forbidden to marry and forbidden to eat meat. And that has, you know, now they're saying that that's the cause of global warming. The cows passing gas. (laughs) Methane gas. Cows pooping. Can a cow poop? He's too big to poop. That's all. 
I can't say that. This is PG-13. <laughs> and so they say that the methane gas from all the animals is causing the global warming, so we got to do it. So Bill Gates, he's made genetically created in a lab. He's made meat that's created in the lab that he wants everybody to eat. Amen. But yeah, that's what it is. So when you start adding things to it, it can change from its original purpose and power and become subject to the malicious will of man. So it's God's power, but they're using it maliciously. They've entered something in, which the Bible calls a variance. The Bible said the works of the flesh in Galatians 5 and 20, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, and what? Variance. And that's what they do. They enter a variance, a variant opinion, or going against the true opinion, which creates a variance. Lucifer is the best example of this. When he fell in Isaiah 14 and 11, he could only operate with the power that God had given him. Hmm. Yeah, devil don't have no power. He's operating in God's power or the power God gave him. He had vials or pipes and he made music and that's what he's using now. Music flies under the radar. I don't nobody see nothing. I mean, they take Dr. Seuss off the shelf and tell you something is wrong with the cat in the hat and them stories and Cardi B and Megan the Stallion get song of the year. The nastiest song ever created by two stank nasty folks. Song of the year. That's not, you're not going to take that off the shelf? You're not going to take that porn, not pornography performance y'all did on the Grammys? Y'all going to air that? Really? Autumn rituals? You're going to air that, but you're going to take the cat in the hat and Mr. Potato Head off the shelf? Mr. Potato Head ain't bothered nobody. Mr. Potato Head like, look, no, no, you can, I, I can, you can just make me whatever you want. Like, I'm not even sitting here with an opinion. Like, you can just change it. I'll, I'll be what you need. Make me what you want. But you're going to leave that song, the number one song, song of the year? He has no power of his own. This is the crazy thing. Yet he believes he is powerful with God's bestowed power. So you don't have no power other than what God gave you. And what God gave you, you trying to use to hurt people? Man, you're going to get it. Isaiah 14 and 14. He said, I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like what? The most high. He wanted to be like the most high with the most high's power. This is the issue we face today with men that are trying to use the name of God to do things that are against his will. These apostate preachers will try to mimic the works of God while doing the things that he hates. You can't do that. Mimic. They're mimics. 2 Peter 2 and 1. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be what? False teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies 
privately, in secret, even denying the Lord that brought them. Somebody said, well, you know, uh, but, but he believed in the Lord. He preached the Lord. No, no, no. Denying the Lord means that he's doing the things that God hates. If you're doing the thing that God hates, you're denying him. Well, what does he hate? Uh, turn to Proverbs 6 and what, 14? Round that number, he tells you exactly what he hates. Even denying the Lord that brought them and bring upon themselves what? Swift. This rebellion is known as witchcraft in the Bible. Witchcraft. When you rebel against the commands of God and do the things he hates while trying to hail yourself as a prophet or speaker for him, you are deceived and operate in witchcraft. Yeah, we got witchcraft all wrong most of the time. King Saul is a prime example of this behavior. Though he was chosen by God, he rebelled and did the very thing that Lucifer did. He rebelled against God to be lifted up before men and sought to please man and not God. This rebellion was considered witchcraft by the priests because it was in direct defiance of God's command. Yeah, the, one of the greatest priests in the Bible, the coldest priest. For sure. Samuel. Samuel was a priest that carried a big knife. <laughs> he was special. He looked at Saul. The Bible said God told Saul, King Saul, go kill the Amalekites, which were Nephilim, and kill Agag, their king. Destroy them all because their bloodline cannot survive. Don't just kill them, but kill everything they were messing with. All of the sheep and the goats and the, everything they have. Destroy it. Bible says Saul went and killed the Amalekites, but kept the king alive. And then kept the spoils or the stuff he was supposed to destroy. The Bible said him and the people did that. So now we're following you because you're chosen by God and then you and the people came together and defied God. That's witchcraft. Samuel came up to him and said, man, what have you done? He was like, well, it was the people that kept the stuff. And Samuel's like, well, what kind of example did you set? God gave you the orders. Don't, we want to hear about what the people doing. Why are you trying to please people anyway? That's what is leading to all this witchcraft. Preachers that can't stand up. They're trying to please people to get lights and views. You can't stand up and do what God commanded? You afraid of people? And all power belongs to God? Samuel said in 1523, for rebellion is as the sin of what? witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord he has also rejected thee from what being king meaning you don't have no more power he was still functioning as a king but he didn't have any power I'm preaching in here 
When we think of witchcraft, we usually picture a witch with a broom and a hat or someone casting a spell over a person. Bewitched. We rarely pinpoint the true nature of witchcraft. And because of this, we do not speak or pray correctly against it. You know, whenever there's something that's always in your head and you can't get it out your head, that's witchcraft. It was planted there. And that happens to all of us, and we all have to fight against it. But you got to know how to pray against it. You can't be praying against the woman with the hat and the broom. You better trace it back. Most of the times, it had something to do with church. Yeah, whenever they make a horror movie, the scariest part is when they go into them old ancient cathedrals with the priest. And the bell ringing, the bell tolling, that's scarier than the monster. The priest. The scariest part of the exorcist was the priest. They start speaking Latin. That's the scariest language there is. <laughs> we went to, when we were in Paris, we went to Notre Dame. Like, oh, I can't, I can't worship the Lord in that building. <laughs> My God. Some building had a dead priest's body still in there. That was Notre Dame. He's still in there. And when you walk in, shh, you have to be quiet. There's signs. You have to be quiet. Oh, he must be restless. My God, y'all got him like Absalom dangling in between rims. Heaven and earth, he right in the middle. Remember that? Shh. Me and Elder just walking in joking. You know we didn't care. Man, look at that. Look at that. Shh. <laughs> you in church we rarely pinpoint the nature though of witchcraft and that causes us to not pray so we walk around with this stuff on us changing our lives making us unsure of our orders to God, making us unsure of being a husband, a wife, making us unsure of raising our children, making us unsure of the end times and what's going to happen because of something that was placed on us, spoken on us, hands laid on us. Somebody said something and we're operating under witchcraft. Somebody did something to us, been operating under it and we're not praying effectively against it. Galatians 3 and 1, Paul addressed the Galatians. He said, oh, foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? Who put you under a spell? Who cast witchcraft on you that you should not obey the truth? So that means that there can be a power working in you to keep you from obeying the truth. But he said, somebody bewitched you, and now you're not going to obey the truth. Before whose eyes Jesus have been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Like, you've had the evidence. You've seen it all. You've been here. Why, you, why now you won't obey the truth? Who put a spell on you, bruh? Yeah. It's witchcraft. Witchcraft is rebellion that causes us to believe a lie. 
If you ever wanted to know the de definition of witchcraft, it's rebellion that causes us to believe a lie. Anytime you're walking around believing a lie, it's witchcraft. Somebody bewitched you. When Saul did not kill Agag and kept the spoils of the Amalekites, he basically showed the people that it's okay to do things your own way as long as you honor God with it. The people then believed an untruth and accepted the same curse that Paul, I mean that Saul received, King Saul received. This is witchcraft. They believed him because the Bible said they kept the stuff and they received the same curse. Psalms 12 and 8. The wicked walk on every side when the what? When people speak the wrong things over you and cause you to believe the wrong thing, then you will start to react to it. <laughs> once, you, once they speak it, then, it's, then you have a choice to pray against it, deny it, get it out your head, or believe it. And once you believe it, you start reacting to it. It begins to change. You'll look up one day. How did I get here? All of my plans are different. Everything that I thought I'd be doing, everywhere I thought I'd be, has been altered. All because somebody spoke it. You believed it. And then you reacted to it. This will eventually lead you into rebellion because you are following or reacting to a lie instead of the truth. The worst part of reacting to a lie instead of the truth is once you do that, you have to demonize what is true. Because if you don't attack truth, then that truth will make your existence a lie. So to make it right, you got to make right wrong. Am I preaching in here? I know I am. Revelations 13 and 16. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to do what? Receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. The key to this passage, he causeth all. Causes, causes, causes. You got to bewitch everybody first. I told y'all, they, the, they did all of the rituals, all of the ceremonies in 2020. And the law enforcement and the government and the FBI and everybody that could have stopped it sat back with their arms folded and let all the rituals take place. Because these rituals were necessary to cause the witchcraft that would bewitch the people to set the people up to begin to take the shot. Shut all the churches down first. That way you stop any power that might pop off. You disable it so that these demon spirits can operate freely. Now, I'm not saying that this vaccine is the mark of the beast. I don't believe that. Okay? Can I just let y'all know that? Okay. 
Amen. Some folks do. They think it is. No, 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 no. I, I think the head, the forehead, the, I think all of that is very important in the scriptures. I, I'm, I'm not that kind of preacher where I can throw out some stuff just because something looks like it might fit. I, I just can't do that. So worship of the beast, denouncing God, all of those things have to come into play before this is an actual mark. And it can't be a mark that, it, you know, you, you take it and then find out, ooh, I didn't, it just, that's, that's not consistent with the scripture. People will have to make the choice. God has always given the choice to people. So choosing to take a vaccine, the reason why I ain't taking it is because I don't want them to put something in me that might cause me to take the mark. Okay, that's a little different. They're putting something in you that could influence the way your mind works. I don't need an operating system in my nervous system. I don't need an OS. Then you're going to have to update it. I don't trust the Apple updates. Them security updates, they always add something weird in there. Looking in the phone, the phone looking back at you. How did you get here? Oh, that was the update. <laughs> While you were asleep. While you were asleep, we updated your stuff. <laughs> Wake up in the middle of the night, phone standing next to the bed. Okay, what happened in the night? <laughs> While you were asleep, you had your auto update on. <laughs> and the phone just decided it's time. So I don't need that in my body. But I don't, I, I don't believe it's the mark of the beast because it's just not consistent with scripture and it's not a mark that's in your right hand or in your forehead. I just believe, I still believe that that has a lot to do with action and belief because God's mark is action and belief. Amen. So that, that's me. Y'all can, you know, y'all can comb through YouTube and get all the information and whoop out the whole door. I just, we got to handle all of this eschatology. We got to handle it in love because don't none of us know. If they telling you they know, they lying. Don't none of us know. The folk that wrote it in the Bible don't know. That's why you piecing and putting it all together, taking a passage here and there everywhere. Going to bring it all together and see this is exactly what's going to happen. We don't know. We just follow God. Amen. We follow and trust me. I hope he come get us t- tomorrow, tonight, now. Bop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Boy, wouldn't that be something? They be fighting for that tape. They ain't gonna be able to get it from nobody in here. Man, I'm going to be out. Look at somebody say, I'm going to be out. Out in 5,000. Remember they used to say that? I'm going to be, man, I'm going to be so out. I'm going to be so out of here. Ooh. The devil always raises up people in your life to speak death over you and what you're doing. Did you know that? Did you? Unfortunately, it happened in some folks' homes. Their parents were just so down on themselves that they spoke curses on their own children. And a lot of times they didn't mean to. But they did. 
So the devil's going to always use somebody to speak against your existence. So that in times, tough times, you're wondering if you should be here or not. If you're an accident. If there's really a reason you should be alive. Things are so terrible. Your life, terrible. Abandoned, neglected, left alone. Nobody wanted you, just thrown away. What, Lord, what could, what could possibly come from this? Ask Moses. Ask Joseph. There's a lot of folks you could ask. All you got to do is read the word. And you'll see God take nothing and make something. You could, you'll see God preferring to take nothing and make something. So that he could show his full glory and power. Oh, he loves taking little nobodies and making them somebody. Jesus is the best example. Born in a manger with the little animals. God made him king of the world. The son of the most high God. Oh, yeah. A little David, 16-year-old, they looking at all the tall dudes and the muscular, robust brothers. <laughs> the Hollywood looking dudes. The Morris Chestnut and all them. <laughs> the Tyler Perry cast. You know, he, he loved them. Let me stop. <laughs> That's who they was looking for. To anoint king. Samuel like, man, there's got to be somebody else. The Lord just ain't liking none of them. It's got, well, there's one dude, but it can't be him. It just can't. The Bible said he's a little ruddy fella. Just a little rough, ruffling little boy. He, it can't be him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God will take nobody and make somebody. Amen. Amen. And one thing Elder said, and people don't realize... You know, when, 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 when he had said that about the giant, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that's defying the people of God? Man, what? Where is this? So I can cut his head off. Everybody looking at him crazy, but they don't realize he mauled a bear and a lion. He's like, dude, this ain't my first dance. A bear? Y'all seen the revenant? Like, bears like... <laughs> You in for a squabble, you fighting a bear. My goodness. In the movie, the dude killed a bear, the bear tore him up and then landed on him. I'm like, dog, even in death, the bear is kicking tail. What in the world? And David, Jess, I already took care of a, a, a bear and a lion. So who is this dude again? God loves taking nobody and turning them into somebody. But you know what else God loves to do? Taking the wannabe somebodies and leaving them nobody. No matter how hard they try. And they try hard. Oh, they try hard to be somebody. And God said, boom, 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 boom. Nope. This is it. This is it. 
The Bible said it like this. When a man thinketh himself to be something and he is nothing, he what? He deceiveth his own self. Oh, the enemy will attack your family, your past, your plans, and your future to cause you to believe the wrong thing and follow what? The wrong path. That's why a lot of divorces happen. That's why a lot of, you know, I have been having lately just a lot of people emailing me. Man, you know, during the pandemic, you know, folks was forced to learn who they married. <laughs> you know, we was all good here. We was like, I already know this person because we teach that. But folks outside of here is like, who is this woman? I don't even know her. One lady, I'm on a business trip. You're going to be on a business trip the whole pandemic? I can't be in the house with him. I just, that's too long. I can't be there. Folk living in two sides of the houses with tape down the middle. That's a true story. Don't you pass that. This is my second. There ain't used to be any. So since the pandemic happened, folks just, man, I'm getting a divorce, Pastor. I don't care what you say, I'm getting a divorce. So I slammed down and said, no, no, no. So I've been giving people scriptures, been helping them, whatever. And man, I'm telling you, we've had a bunch of folks that reconciled that were on the verge of divorce. They ended up reconciling because they didn't know the scriptures. They just didn't know the scripture. And so I would say, are you going to believe the scripture? But it's because witchcraft came. Somebody spoke something, usually an in-law. Going to remind you of what you said back when you said what you said. They going to remind you of what they said back when you first met them. I told you he wasn't the one. That's witchcraft. You still married to him? I told you he wasn't the one. That's witchcraft. I told you not to marry her. That's witchcraft. I'm telling you, it ain't going to be a big pot. Your ain't standing around it. No, it's just that word, that spoken thing. Oh, they your marriage. It ain't gonna ever amount to nothing. This is this is wrong. You don't need to do this. Yeah, so the enemy will attack your family, your past. Ooh, don't he like attacking your past? Stuff you got past? Man, I ain't listen to the devil about the past. What about your past? That's what you do. Throw the devil's past back in his face. What about your past when you was in heaven enjoying everything? You can't go back. How about that? How about the streets of gold that I'm going to walk on? I'll send you a picture. You used to walk there. Did you write on that? You know how they write on stuff? I was here. Did, did the devil write stuff on the, on the pearly gates? Uh, Lucifer was here. And an arrow just going all the way down. <laughs> you ain't here no more. That's why he's bringing up your past. Yeah, the enemy will attack your family, your past, your plans and your future to cause you to believe the wrong thing and follow the wrong path. These male or female witches, both of them, whichever one spoke it, Male or female, they witches because they are speaking witchcraft. The male or female witches that constantly fight against you and the path you choose are nothing but agents of Lucifer himself trying to cause you to rebel against the truth. That's what witchcraft is. Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the what? Be careful what you're telling folks. Wait, listen, listen. 
when you shut hope off, and God told me this this week, when you shut hope off of people, when you stop the hope for people, you stop your own hope. Your measure of mercy is based on the mercy you gave. Yeah. That's, it's based on what you're giving. That's how you're going to be judged. Amen. I don't condemn folk to hell. I don't want nobody to go there. Because I don't want to be measured by that. You understand what I'm saying? I want there to be hope for everybody. Amen. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Be careful what you're saying over people, especially your children. You old retarded kid. Don't speak that on your kid. You dummy. Don't say that to your kid. Don't say it to your wife. Wish I'd never married you. That's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. Because every time something happens bad, that's coming back to her mind. Especially when the head of the house spoke it. You spoke it with authority. That's why you can't be a woman. That's why we men, you can't be effeminate and be a woman and react like women do. You can't do that. You can't do Oh, you can't do it because you have authority. So when you speak certain things, it carries weight. I mean, that's all I was raised by. Then you need to get around some men and let us box your head a couple of times. Change the way you talking to her. Because you're speaking with authority. You'll ruin her. Then later in life when she's just despised by your presence. You wondering, I mean, I've been praying, but she just ain't feeling me. But all them years of verbal abuse, you took your authority and tried to behave like a woman does. See, a woman can say it, it's emotional. She'll say it and not mean it right after she said it. Depending on what time of the month it is, ain't no telling what she'll tell you. You just better be a man and be able to handle it. Crying because your wife is on her monthly. You just tore up and crying. Oh, she told me that she can't stand me. My wife ain't never said that, but she has. <laughs> read that energy sometimes <laughs> Ooh, she can't stand me right now <laughs> let me go on to the next room and do something let me go make some beats uh, uh, formulate a sermon or something let me just go on and move amen but that ain't making that ain't no deal breaker cause she's a woman but I can't do that I want her to respect my authority so I want to handle it right and if I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, then I have goodness and gentleness in me. Barking orders at no woman? You don't know my wife. You ain't bar- Nobody's barking orders at her. Can I keep preaching? Witchcraft can, a- 
can be associated with rituals, curses, drugs, and spells. When they're doing all of this stuff, all they're doing is conjuring up an atmosphere so that they can bring a lie and make everybody believe it. That's all it is. While you was courting, she showed up with a bloody goat's head. The goat's head didn't do nothing but make you believe what she said. <laughs> That's all it was for. It was a ritual to make you believe the lie. Go ahead, ain't gonna do nothing. Throw it at you, it ain't gonna do nothing but hit you and get blood on you. Probably traumatize you. <laughs> you might not stop thinking about it for a few years. <laughs> Break up with her. I, can, I don't even have to know the whole story behind it. I just think that's not gonna work well. Ah, bloody go to, uh, you won you won this argument <laughs> yeah but spells they say all them spells ding dong ding dong ding 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 don't have nothing to do with what they're saying they just want you to see them doing that so you'll believe what they're about to say that you can understand that's the witchcraft they go through all of that. All your mad, every relationship you get in is gonna fail. So it had nothing to do with that. Good, good, good. It's what they said. But you saw the ritual, and it convinced you that what they're saying is really gonna happen. <laughs> they don't like this stuff. I'm telling you, he don't want you to know this. Do you know if you know this? You can fight it. So it can be associated with rituals, curses, drugs, and spells. But most witchcraft is sent into our minds by the devil to make us believe a lie. That's all it is. That's all it is. Romans 12 and 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that what good and what and what perfect will of God. Funny. The devil does this because he cannot change his course. He wants everyone else off course as well. You didn't think about that. Did you? The devil can't change his course. So he wants your course off. Seeing you make it to the pearly gates upsets him. The thought of you putting up with him and he wasn't able to stop you. People that feel like their lives are messed up or ruined like Lucifer's will do the same thing to you. Yep, They'll get you off course because you're on course. They feel like their lives are messed up and ruined like Lucifer's. So they're going to throw you off course so you can be off course like they're off course. They will speak and do things to throw you off course because they are off course and feel they cannot get back on track. Second Peter 3 and 3, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days, what? Scoffers. Walking after their own lust. Yeah. Every time something good happens, they come with the well, huh. because their lives are trash. They want your life trash too. 
people that are deeply into witchcraft, magic, spells, curses, hexes, etc., do not value their lives anymore. You've seen them. They just cut their body up, cut a pentagram on their back, eat a goat's neck. I think that tastes good. <laughs> they, just, they just do the dumbest stuff. I mean, just doing stuff abusing themselves, taking drugs, just everything because they don't value their lives anymore. You have to devalue your own life and not value your life to try to cast a spell on somebody to end theirs or to mess theirs up. If you really truly valued who you are, you'd want others to be in a good place too. Yeah, but when you always got to find something wrong with somebody that is mentioned. Oh, Brother Eric, y'all, hey, y'all see, he got a nice car. Yeah, but I saw a little smoke coming out the back. Huh? It won't be long. What? Brother, that... Just, I mean, got to find something wrong with everybody. You, saw, you see, sister, what's her name? She got married, man. She been single for a long time. She got married. <sighs> yeah, we know about him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no room for him to ever get better. If he was trash, she go, she, the cleanup woman got him. <laughs> Clean that boy up. Just hating. Yeah, because you don't value your life anymore. You spent that's why you spend all your time negative talking negative about folk. You have you don't value your life anymore. The blessings of God on my life won't allow me to sit up and just talk about people. He's done too much for me. What he's done for me, I want him to do for everyone. They feel dead already. So their objective is to kill off all hope for anyone else. Every incantation, every spell, every bat's head they bite off is for somebody to, something bad to happen to someone. I couldn't be a witch because I'm scared of bats and stuff. Y'all, I mean, it's just some stuff. I, man, no, I, it's too dark in that room. I can't go in there and pray. I can't be no witch. You want me to drink what? I ain't drinking that. That's why I like being saved. I ain't got to do all that old crazy stuff. Amen. Take the leg of a scorpion and scratch the buckshots off your neck. I ain't drinking buckshot porridge. (laughs) The hair of a comb and the old dirty sock. It's always something nasty. They ain't never talking about nothing clean. Good fried chicken wing. That ain't never in there. That's how you would attract a whole bunch of folk to witchcraft. Two people.
beets and a pepper. <laughs> oh, what, what spell are we doing today? <laughs> I got a chicken box. <laughs> it's always some old. <laughs> that's so stupid. Oh, that's so stupid. Let me... <laughs> It ain't nothing attractive about it. It's the dirtiest stuff. <laughs> Toilet bowl water. We gonna drink it and just dirty. The devil is dirty. But that all they're showing is that their lives have no value. Because God made us in his image and in his likeness. That's, that's instant value. But the devil wants to devalue it. Anybody in here done nothing? Too bad for God to clean up. Your life, look at somebody and say, your life has value. Look at somebody else and say, you're valuable to God. Witchcraft want to make you think you have no value like you accidentally got here. Like you just a mistake. Like your life is ruined because something happened with your parents or something happened with your mama. Or something happened in your childhood or somebody did something wrong. They want to make, the devil want to make you think it's over. Look at somebody and say, it's never over. As long as the Holy Ghost is on the job. God will make something out of nothing. He will make somebody out of nobody. No matter what anybody says. You are somebody. In his image. In his likeness. You have to change yourself to another sex. You don't have to change yourself to another gender. You don't modify God's, God's uh, uh, creation. You don't modify that. There's value in who you are. Oh, that's witchcraft. They don't value their lives anymore. So that's why they would just want to kill off all hope for anyone else. Exodus 22 and 18, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. That's the Old Testament. That's how bad it was. Just kill the witch that is speaking all this stuff on folks, ruining their lives from their childhood. And I, you know, I had to put this up here because... Most folk don't even understand what the upside down cross symbolizes in witchcraft. We all have sinned and fallen short. We all have done things that we are ashamed of. But we believe that God's power saves us and forgave us. Amen. If all power belongs to God, the power of life and death is his. So the power to preserve my life so I don't have to die is his. And that's the power he gave to his son to come and be crucified so that his blood could pay the penalty for my sin. So I could be reborn, recreated, a new creation. So old things could be passed away. All things become new. That's his power. His power. The devil don't have that power. All power belongs to God. However, witchcraft comes to say that there is no hope because what happened to you or what you did was too bad to be fixed. So you should just give up and give in to a doomed reality. That's the upside down cross. 
a doomed reality. No hope. No remission. Can't be born again. Can't be recreated. That's what the upside down cross symbolizes. 2 Timothy 2 and 26. And they that may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. That's a snare of the devil when you believe your reality is doomed. You're caught or trapped in a snare of hopelessness. This is witchcraft at its highest level because these thoughts and feelings are in total rebellion to God's plan of salvation. When you believe there is no hope, and what you did was too bad to be remedied by the blood. You cancel out the plan that is above every plan and the power that is above every power. You have fully given yourself over to witchcraft when you abandon hope of salvation. So that's the witch's job. To make you abandon hope of salvation. 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. Examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves. How that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be what? Given up. Reprobate has a doomed reality. Summary. Praise the Lord. Amen. There doesn't have to be a physical manifestation of witchcraft in order for it to be real. So all the stuff you see, the, the, voodoo, the voodoo, the hoodoo, the you do, and all of that, all of the rituals, the dancing, the bones, the smoke, the powder, the, all the stuff they're doing, that don't make it, what, what make it real. Those, all that conjuring is to just convince you that there is power there. But the more powerful witches will just implant a seed of doubt in you to make you believe a lie. Yep. Saul started out, King Saul, just disobeying for the sake of popularity and ultimately ended up going to a witch to get power so that he could still be somebody. So he started off with a little disobedience. Well, man, you know... I kind of kept him alive and the people kind of kept the stuff. That's where he started out. And he ended up talking to a, a medium. Use your power to bring Samuel back. How far did he fall? The part that most people do not remember is that Saul got so engulfed with fame and popularity that he killed God's prophets. kill God's prophets? You the king of Israel? And you kill God's prophets? He did not want the truth around anymore because it clashed with his actions and motives. What kind of preacher is getting rid of the truth because the truth is clashing with their motives? He did not want the truth around anymore because it clashed with his actions and his motives. This is the path to witchcraft and many so-called believers have taken this path. Y'all listen to this. They want fame and fortune so badly that they try to destroy God's prophets so that people will believe a lie. 
They are nothing more than witches causing people to believe things that are simply what? Not true. This witchcraft is the strong delusion. And God said he would send this so that those that refuse or deny the truth will be separated from those that truly belong to him. Y'all still here? We must learn how to pray against witchcraft. I'm going to help you with that in just a minute. But most importantly, we must live against witchcraft. Uh-oh. Ain't always about rebuking it and, oh, devil, get your hand off me. Oh, get them claws and them fingernails and that hairy palm off my back. And Jesus, take your hands off. No, 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 you got to live against it. You can't rebuke it and then obey it. Or it still be in your head and you following its commands. You got to live against what they said. You got to live against what they did. You got to live against what was spoken. They told you your marriage was going to fail. You got to live against that. No, no, we going to work this out. We going to make sure this is going to work. Paul asked the Galatians who had bewitched you that you should not obey the truth. They were under a spell of teachers that rebelled against the truth and portrayed Paul as a heretic. You know, that's back now. They're calling Paul a heretic now again. Yeah, see, the feminist movement has always pegged Paul as a heretic because of what Paul said about women in the church. So now they're back to saying, the Hebrew Israelites are the main ones, back to saying, black Hebrew Israelites, that Paul was a heretic. And you can't trust what he said. He was just a man. What he was saying wasn't inspired. I mean, what's the difference in Paul and Moses? You believe the laws that Moses spoke? That's a whole nother sermon for another day. We must realize that this last, in this last hour, teachers and preachers of truth are under attack. And it's, it's a crazy spell that is cast on people to cause them to forsake the truth but follow the very thing God says he hates. They turn from those that teach righteous living prayer and God's power for those that teach prosperity and new age doctrines. They turn against those that pray for them and actually care for them and turn to those that only want fame and platforms. Instead of following those that follow God's voice, they follow those that do what God hates. This is strong delusion. Is it strong delusion? And what is causing the church to go after the New World Order plan and be scattered by wolves and deceitful voices? Y'all, the church is a hot mess right now. Witchcraft is not really power, but it's just a trick of the mind to confuse you and cause you to believe the wrong thing. Cover yourself in prayer and follow after what the word can prove. Judge men by their fruit and every spirit by the word of God. This will keep you full of power, love, and what? Sound mind. Jude 17 says, but... Beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last times who shall walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having what? Not the spirit. If they don't have the spirit, they don't have the power. But ye, beloved. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, 
Keep yourselves in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ until what? Eternal life. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. And of some have compassion making a difference. So there's some that are just weak and we need to have compassion. Look at somebody and say compassion. That means that I've not, I haven't always been where I am. So I need to have some compassion. Amen. That means that they may have wild out and done the dumbest thing. But you've done that before too. May not be the same thing, but you've done the equivalent. Don't you forget. So have compassion with some in this time. Their eschatology is all messed up. They don't know. They don't even believe this is the end time. The end time ain't going over 2,000 years. It's just, you know, hey, have some compassion. You don't have to argue with everybody. Amen? Amen. Making a difference. And others save with fear. Some of them, you got to just pull them out of the fire. Snatch them out. It's when the Holy Ghost speak to you and tell you, tell them the truth. Hating even their, the garment spotted by the flesh. So we gotta, we're in this time now where we have to understand most people that aren't true believers are under witchcraft. They're under a spell. They're under or operating in something that somebody should not have told them that they believed. So you have to have compassion and you got to operate in the Holy Ghost, snatch some of them out of the fire. Amen? Everyone stand to your feet. And we're going to pray. This came from our focus prayer that we do on Wednesday nights. I mentioned it this past Wednesday. I write, God, I, you know, gives me some things that we need to pray. And so I write them out so you can have them, PDF, print them, whatever, keep them. And this is a prayer against witchcraft and all the things that are happening right now. We just fill up the whole aisle. And so we're going to pray this prayer. And I need you to really pray this prayer. Who, who's going to pray the prayer? Y'all going to pray? I need you to pray this prayer. Because God has convinced me. And y'all call me crazy. Y'all call me whatever. But I'm just convinced that the, that the power of God is above all power. I'm convinced that all power comes from God. I'm convinced all power comes from God. And if all power comes from God, all power is subject to God. I just don't believe Bill Gates and Fauci are just going to sit around and do whatever they want to do without opposition from the saints of the Most High God. It just, I'm, and I'm going to believe this till Jesus comes. I'm going to believe this until he comes. I'm not, because my Bible don't end with the devil winning. And my Bible don't end with the devil having all the power. My body don't end, my Bible don't end with any of that. In my Bible, God has all the power. And all power comes from him. And it belongs to him. And so I believe when we pray the right things, 
We can execute his power in the earth. And I believe this for a long time. I'm telling you, the testimony I was just giving you, man, I had to go up against all kinds of opposition. Preachers would sit us down, sit me down and tell me all kinds of stuff. And a couple of times they sat me down and told me, okay, brother, there's somebody in the audience that says he's a sniper and he's going to take you out. Why would you tell me that while we eating steak? Brother, they said they're going to kill you. So I just want to let you know. What? You should have told me that before I got on the plane. Why you wait till I got here? <laughs> and all those years I did that. And all those years I preached against all that opposition. And it, yeah, it took a toll on me. You know, y'all go watch Pharmacos, the video. I did. I kind of explained some of it. Yeah, you know, because I didn't know what I was doing. I was just out there doing it by the spirit. So it had a physical toll, a mental toll, an emotional toll. I mean, it just, you know, I was just a wild man in the wilderness. Amen. So it just, you know, a lot happened. But it was effective. And most of those folks that saw it grew up teaching their kids truth. And they're still the EX Ministries audience and supporters. Most of y'all are here because of that. Am I telling the truth? So was it worth it? My life, are you crazy? You think my life's not worth saving millions of lives in a heartbeat? I'll give it in a heartbeat. So I risk it. So I'll do it. I'll do whatever he says. And I'm still like that. But I don't believe I'm doing it because he might win. Look at somebody say, I am convinced that we will win. We will win. So let's pray this prayer. Let's pray this prayer. Amen. Can we do the lights again? Kind of set the mood again. Yeah. Well, I don't want everybody looking at each other. I want you to really really pray these prayers if you can lift your hands you go ahead and do it and we're gonna pray these prayers we're gonna pray right now against principalities and powers that come to stop the plan of god father god we pray against every targeted area of failure weakness and vulnerability that the enemy is using against us these are things that are inside of us every area of failure weakness and vulnerability that the enemy is exploiting that he's using against us these are things issues that are inside of us father god i don't know how they got there but something happened somebody through a violation through uh overexposure through some kind of failure some a failure of a father of a mother to, to to watch or to protect or just whatever it was father god we pray against every targeted area of failure weakness vulnerability that the enemy is using against us we acknowledge and repent of all of our issues and we cover them with Christ's blood as protection from the devil's accusations that the devil will not bring them up and use them against us that he will not implant witchcraft or thoughts 
or false beliefs in our minds and tell us that we are not forgiven. Tell us that we haven't overcome. Tell them that, telling us that we aren't new creations. Father God, we come against the thought of that and we pray against that. Right now, as your word says, 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So rest upon us, Father God, with your power right now. No matter what the devil is saying, no matter what area he's trying to exploit, no matter what he's trying to speak, no matter what thought he's trying to implant, Father God, we believe in your power in the name of Jesus. And we pray against every high demonic chain of command that con that controls and is manipulating things around us and within us. We are covered by the promise of God to have warring angels around us for protection. So dispatch your angels, Father God. Just like Elijah, when he was standing with the servant and the angels were there to fight with drawn swords. Father God, dispatch your angels around us to keep us and protect us, Father God, from all that is going on in our world. Protect us from the news media. Protect us from social media. Protect us from the opinions of men. Protect us from the demons and the devils on the internet speaking witchcraft. Father God, protect us right now. Psalms 91 and 11 says, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. So, Father, make your word a reality for us. Let your angels have charge, Father God, so that they can keep us in Jesus' name. And we pray against every demonic agent and power that was sent by the devil to afflict us and cause havoc upon us. We use the authority of God right now to expose and dismiss the enemy's afflictions and chaos from our lives in Jesus name Father God we use your authority we speak with your authority right now expose dismiss every affliction of the enemy all of the chaos in our lives Father God whether it was someone else's fault whether it was our fault no matter who did the deed Father God we speak against all chaos right now and we send that chaos we send it from where it came we send it back to the enemy's camp let that chaos hit the enemy's camp Father God so it is destructive to the enemy's plans and plots those that are plotting those that are planning Father God we send chaos back to them to confuse their plans in Jesus name Psalms 34 and 19 says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivered him out of all of them so father we believe that you're going to deliver us out of every affliction everything that we're going through everything that's happening to us everything that's happening around us you're going to deliver us from all of it and we pray against the rulers of darkness of this world we pray against the demon spirits that control the internet social media and CERN we cast away every spirit that comes to entice, seduce, and lead us away from your perfect will for us through technology. We speak against dark matter, digital witchcraft, affectation, voodoo, Yoruba, Santeria magic, dark followers, hashtag spells, and all web rulers are brought down in our lives right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Whatever was said, whatever was sent to us, whatever was spoken to us, whatever was shown to us, we cast it down right now. It will not have power over our lives. Every dark follower, every, every follower that 
follows witchcraft and magic every hashtag spell we speak against it it is powerless in our lives right now second corinthians 10 and 5 casting down imaginations every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of god so every thought in our minds come under the obedience of christ everything that was spoken everything that was said everything that shouldn't have been said we cast it down every thought that shouldn't be there we cast it down it must line up and come in the obedience of christ in the name of jesus and we pray against the wickedness of the elite and those that use their wealth to finance wicked plans for the devil we speak against fauci we speak against bill gates we pray against all of the elite that are using their wealth to finance wicked plans the earth is still yours god and your power is above every wicked imagination of the elite so right now we pray with that power with that power 1 Corinthians 10 and 26, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness. That's everything in the earth. That's everything in the earth. It belongs to you, God. So we take back what belongs to us. We take it back in your name, Father God. And we will not allow these elite, these predators, these billionaires, we will not allow them to dictate how our bodies will function. Father God, how our minds will function. We pray against every wicked plan that it will come to nothing in jesus name we pray against the spirit that brings our world chaos and division those spirits that seek to cause racism and respect of persons we take authority over the demon spirits of prejudice pride and privilege the accuser of the brethren cannot war against the love of god so we take your love right now father god we'll love our brothers we'll love our sisters we'll love our fellow man we'll love our fellow co-laborers we'll love our fellow members we'll love every member in the body father god we will love and not hate we will not have respect of person we will not target people we will not take people down but father god we will love them the accuser of the brethren cannot war against the love of god james 2 and 9 but if ye have respect to persons ye commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors and we pray right now against spiritual wickedness in high places we pray against the plan of the catholic which means universal the catholic church and the coexist unification of all believers we speak against that right now father god we will not join hands with those that do not believe your whole word and what your word says we won't join hands and support witchcraft we won't join hands and support the new world order we won't join the lgbt we won't join hands and support all of these groups father god that are against your word that are lined up against your word so we pray against that plan of coexist and the unification of all in jesus name and the truth of the gospel will stand and will be will not be compromised by your true believers in this hour we stand against the antichrist pope and his wicked end time agenda we denounce the beast the false prophet and all parts of the antichrist system and the one world religion we stand against it right now we won't be subject to it in the name that is above every name galatians 1 and 8 
but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you let him be a curse so father we will not join with the curse thing we will not father God join ourselves to a curse belief system we won't take down because they're raising up father God we will stand on what your word says and we pray against the new world order we refuse to come under the power or mindset of it in the name of Jesus we pray against it the new world order we refuse to come under the power or the mindset of it we will stand for truth and righteousness no matter what befalls us God no matter how hard it gets we're gonna stand we are protected by you Lord and your power is above all earthly and spiritual powers those that are manipulating the financial system the healthcare system the education system the economic system the legislative system and all world systems we take authority over their power right now believe in God that all power comes from you all power is yours and we use that knowledge to take authority right now we will be victorious we will be victorious we will be victorious come on believers we will be victorious come on Adam and believers we will be victorious in the name of Jesus first John 4 and 4 year of God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world if you believe that come on and give God some praise right now if you believe every word that you just prayed if you believe it to be so give God praise right now give him praise hallelujah 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 greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world we're gonna make it we're gonna make it through we're gonna keep fighting come on men we're gonna fight for our families we're gonna fight for our children we're gonna stand in this hour and believe and trust in the one from whence all power comes all power belongs to him amen You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.